Okay, guys. Um, hey, it's also Chris here, Friends with Benefits Podcast, bringing you a special episode that is just going to go off the rails so incredibly quick. So incredibly quick. Um, I have uh, assembled the super friends of the local Lexington uh, writers and artists community to sit here and talk with me about the upcoming Lexi- Lexington comic. and yeah, y'all are the twins. Lexington Comic and Toy Convention uh, 2021 coming up in about three weeks. Three weeks? Yep. Um, I have also sadly brought Will Hensley in to be my, my second chair today. Yo. So I'm going to kind of go around the horn, and I guess since everyone's drinking, everyone uh, say your name, tell a little bit about yourself, and mention what you're drinking. We'll start with you. Oh, my name's Alex Reese. That was the second question. Oh, just a little bit about yourself. Oh, I'm an artist and writer for the webcomic Robin and Cat. Also, local artist for LCTC. And I am drinking Braxton Brewing Garage Beer. All right. Well, you can just say what you're drinking, I guess. Hi, I'm Will. I'm drinking Iron Maiden Trooper Beer, and I showed up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ken Kirk, a local artist and writer. Um, writer for the uh, critically acclaimed uh, comic Warden's Watch. Yeah, gang. Uh, Absolutely. And, uh, currently, I am drinking a raspberry white claw out of a very stylish koozie. He bought it for me. The koozie, Se- that is. Right, yeah, it's sexy. It is, it yeah. is. Definitely doesn't look like a fleshlight at all. I like no. drinking out of fleshlight. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go! Here we go! This will look really good. This will sound really good on a podcast. Watch. <laughs> like I was sucking a dick because it's a flashlight. What? You gotta make the noise. <laughs> you had, you yeah. had to be here. Walk, walk, walk. Right. <laughs> go ahead, man. My name. <laughs> my name is Bryce O'Quay. Uh I am the artist. For Warden's Watch, critically acclaimed, critically acclaimed comic book Warden's Watch. I'm an alt member of Wu Tang. I'm a Facts. the creator of Kaiju Effect. Facts. And I am drinking Braxton Brewing out of not a fleshlight. <laughs> I've been called Steve Harvey, <laughs> but my name is actually Sean Pryor. Um, I'm a writer. I have hair on my head, unlike Steve Harvey, who was bald. <laughs> my teeth are my own, unlike Steve Harvey, who had all his teeth replaced and recapped. You got a lot of smoke for Steve. I do have a lot of smoke for Steve. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Survey set? Anyway. I'm a rock. I'm a <laughs> there you go. The answer was Popeyes. The answer was Popeyes. Ladies and gentlemen, Popeyes, five-minute wait for spicy. Nah. Hey, we're, 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 mad at, we're mad at Popeyes right now. Okay, we'll, we'll talk about that later. All right, we'll all talk right. about that later. But no, my name is Sean Pryor. I'm a writer. Um, I, write com- I write comics, graphic novels, kids' books, uh, novellas, um, all types of stuff. Critically um, acclaimed. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did, yeah. I did guess who is right. I am yeah. critically. It yeah. happened yeah. once. There you one go. Time. It happened one time. And, and, and so, but I've been doing this for like over... 15 years now, and um, I'm a guest at LCTC, and you know, I'm just excited to talk about the show tonight with all y'all. Yeah. Bring it home, baby. 
My name is Justin Stewart. I am a cricketly acclaimed cricket creator, as in boxes of my shit just get eaten by insects. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I thought you were going to bring up something else, but okay. No, no. Uh, I co-created a book called Kentucky Kaiju with uh, Sean Pryor to my right here, yes. uh, and our good friend Tristina Bowling. Uh, I'm also the art director for the Lexington Comic and Toy Con and Apex Book Company, and Toy headquarters. Wow. Yo. Yeah. yeah. yeah uh, you've had your. You've had. You've like legit had your art on wrestling mats. I have. Yeah. Which I is have. super cool. I which have. is yeah. super fucking cool. That yeah. is cool. Um. And you guys know People me. People bled on that artwork. That's true. <laughs> um. You know. Oh. Oh. And I'm drinking. Uh, I'm also running to the hills. Uh, drinking a brew dog Hellcat. Uh, the Iron Maiden. Uh, bitter beer, fish, fiercely delicious. Hell yeah. And um, not Steve Harvey is drinking a rogue bat squash hazy India pale ale, twelve fluid ounces. Holy shit! How do you even suggest that to somebody? Oh, it's so dude, dope art, dope ass artwork. Yeah. Okay. Dope ass artwork. Yeah, but but with somebody who who isn't looking at it and never heard of it, and you use the word squatch. I saw IPA and dope ass artwork when I bought it. Bat Sasquatch. Bat Squatch. Well, I understand the reference. I'm just saying, somebody off the street is like, "Would you like to drink this squatch?" It seems like it might be a problem. It's a Uh, (laughs) squatch. I am also Chris, aka Koran, aka Chris, whatever you want to call me. Co-host of the Friends with Benefits podcast. We will be media guests at Lexington Comic and Toy Convention this year, as we have been for the past few years, as always. Thank you, Jared. Thank you, Jamie, for letting us come to the con. Um, so, you guys have, like, a unique perspective that I've never gotten to be a part of. Sorry, you made a face and it just got me. Um, Listen real hard. Uh, you guys have, like, a unique perspective that I've never been able to have at a convention like this. And it's mesmerizing to watch all of you work in that sense. Um, to watch, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I know you guys are consistently hustling. Always hustling, always on the grind, always working. Um, but to see y'all, like, literally, like, have to sell yourselves and, you know, try and make that sale for the books, try and make that sale for the art, try and get that commission, that sort of thing, like, uh, what is, like, how's that work? How's that, like, what's that like? Well, it feels like you're the worst car salesman in the world. Okay. Yeah, so when you're standing behind the table and you got people coming up who don't even know what to do at a convention half the time. They don't know why they're there. They're just walking around their favorite anime costume. And you're trying to sell them, hey, buy the thing. So you immediately go into sales mode and you frighten them to death and they scurry off into the darkness. I mean, in fairness, I'm going to tell everyone about Ken real quick. Ken, you are 6'6 and about what, 290? I mean, I mean, if you want me to drop a few pounds, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm tall. You're big. Yeah. That's how it's been described. Right. But And, and, and just kind of going off that, I mean, regardless, you know, just through day jobs and stuff like that, to sell, yeah. I've always, you know, stood up, looked somebody in the eye, put a smile on my face, project, and try to sell them on what you're given, and... That scares a lot of people who are at conventions sometimes. Fair. That's the reason why a lot of times at my table, and Bryce will test this, I usually get a lot of soccer moms and dads bringing their kids around to the convention the first time because they recognize, oh, that's a guy trying to sell something. But a lot of people who are big anime and comic book fans who are you know going to the convention because they're that that's that's their people and they yeah. they're walking around mm-hmm. and uh, you know they see that and they hear that and 
when I'm trying to sell and they go and they walk off. So you try to balance that out. I'm pretty I'm pretty lucky out the mix because me and Ken are typically tabling together. And uh, when I table by myself, I do not do a great job at selling stuff because I get distracted. I'm about to, no, I'm, right? I'm just saying, you know. I like I will literally I'll be talking to somebody for thirty minutes about like Goku and why he's better than Vegeta, and then next thing you know, it I'm like, oh, yo, I I need to sell some stuff. <laughs> Can. Me and Ken, we got it down. I I, yeah. I do. I draw some stuff and talk to people, and he'll sell the things. So usually, the people that he's talking to are the ones with money, and I'm talking to the people that's like coming with the people with money. Mm-hmm. And I will say, out. I will say, yeah, the ones that I don't scare off usually hear the sultry tones of Bryce at the table, and Bryce brings up Dragon Ball Z or some other anime, mm-hmm. and then they're they're hooked at the table for a while. So it always looks good. It works. And see, but y'all have an interesting perspective because you're you're like tag teaming it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for yeah. most of those big shows. What's the rap duo? Pete oh. Rock and CL Smooth. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. 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 With, with the exception of, like, these cats say anti vaxxers, like Pete Rock is. Yeah. So, like, oh, that's damn. a big difference. Oh, yeah, Pete Rock been let me down, like, the last three years. He got smoke for Steve Harvey from Pete Rock. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, all I'm saying is this listen, I, I, I love Pete Rock and CL Smooth, the music. Pete Rock, the individual, no, he's terrible. Like when you start spreading hotel con- conspiracies when it comes to heads when it comes to vaccines and shit, like I gotta leave you alone. Like I just have to look at your music catalog from that era and like be like, man, that was amazing. I don't know who you are anymore. Who are you? Like from there, like that's how I have to treat them. That's how, that's how I have to treat them. But as, no. as our Lord and Savior uh, Tina Turner once said. We don't need another hero. Exactly. We don't need another way home either. Uh-huh. So I don't need Pete Rock telling me about that. <laughs> like, like, you know, I'm like, you ain't done no research with your whole tap ass. We need to take this shit somewhere else. I ain't got time. I ain't got time. But no, no, see, I'm being disrespectful. But no, like... like I'm, just, I'm wondering how many people understand the whole tap reference, but uh, you got to go ahead. Listen, listen, like, I'm about to hit, like, their whole user base with, like, with stuff like, I did not know anything about this stuff, like... What do these Negroes do? <laughs> this is this, they do what? They talk about what? That is incredible. I'm gonna die laughing with all of them you knowing know. exactly what we, what we talk about. Too. Yeah. I'll be like, I, I, oh man, yeah, he's old time. Speaking of, <laughs> I'll be like, oh, oh damn. You know, speaking of uh, Bryce, Sean, if y'all ever want to do like a two person podcast, we will happily host you guys. <laughs> um, just throwing that out there. But, right. but like, the, the thing is, is that like, like. Ken and Bryce have a chemistry because, like, not only have they been, like, longtime friends, like, they vibe off of each other very well. And so, like, there is a comfort for, like, when, when, like, I don't want to say customer, but, like, when somebody's walking walking through the table and they catch that vibe and it's, like, and that's a good vibe. And when they catch that good vibe, it's like, okay, let me see what you got. And like that good vibe brings them in. It's not like they're trying to pull people in and like, hey, come here, hey, come here, hey, come here. It's more of a thing of it's like, this is good vibes at this table. This is cool art, and then cool art plus good vibes hopefully equates to a sale, you know. And like it bounces and like it bounces off the both of y'all. And like that's what I've always loved about when I from afar I'll be looking at table look folks at tables from afar. And sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm walk up to Ken and Bryce's table, but I wait. Cause like somebody's over there, and like I hear Bryce laugh, and when I hear Bryce laugh, I'm like, oh, they got it's a rap. It's the sultry tones of Bryce O'Quay. Yes. 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 yes, if you get the if you get the if, if they get the Bryce laugh, that's money. 
Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> like the uh, look, the square transaction, a Venmo, some cash is going through, and like, <laughs> and, and it works. But like, that's the whole thing. Like they they vibe off each other because like they've been doing this together for so long, and they're good friends, it's family, and like that's mm-hmm. always a wonderful thing, you know. You know, I, I, I love that. That's why, like I said, that's why I love about y'all when y'all be out here trying to sell you stuff because this shit is the shit is tough. Go on, tell me how it's tough for you. Um, for me, like, okay, you gotta look for how me. much time we got. <laughs> oh no, no, I'm gonna try to be quick with it. I'm gonna try. Oh, God. Lord knows, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try. I'm, I'm gonna pull that Oscar music if you go on too long. <laughs> look, man, hey man, I got, I gotta tr- look. I'm gonna treat this Ooh. like Denzel treated the Oscars when um, he was up for Cry Freedom. And Sean Connery was up for the Untouchables, and when Sean Connery went to just announce an award, he got a three-minute ovation just for announcing an award. Denzel looked at his wife and was like, "Coach, check, let's go," because he knew he wasn't going to win that night. He knew. Mm-hmm. And then, as they were leaving and they got their coats, they looked over to the side and they saw folks preparing food and everything for like the like the ball or whatever after after mm-hmm. the awards. He was like, "I'm gonna leave here with something." And took a train of food and left. <laughs> you know, respect. Yes, yeah. respect. But, like for me, it's for me. It's been the thing of like I said. I've been doing this for now for like fifteen years. Okay, and so doing this for fifteen years. Oh, the fudge rounds is good. Yes, get some. You used to put me on blast with podcasts about the fudge rounds. <laughs> You wonder why? You was loud. Even when you was whispering, you was loud. Uh, this loud. podcast is sponsored by Little Debbie. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. They're not paying us, so no, it's not. Why Little it's, Debbie? It's called us. a stage whisper. Yeah, that wasn't even a stage whisper. Oh, yeah, they're not paying, they're paying us. These chocolate circles. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, uh, it's always been a thing for me of, like, in the, like for, like, the last X amount of years, is that, like, I... I have comics, I have books, I have all this other stuff, but it's not stuff that's considered mainstream. It's not the the licensed intellectual property mm-hmm. that people know. It's not a Batman, it's not a Captain America, it's not a Marvel thing, it's not, you know, a hot cartoon, it's not a My Little Pony. Like, you know, it's just things everybody's familiar with. So, like, people come to the table, they see what I have, and they're like, hey, what is this? And then, like, I just give them the spiel, and I'm like, if you want to look at it, that's fine. If you don't, it's no worries. Like the the easiest book I've ever I've ever had to sell was Kentucky Kaiju. Like Kentucky Kaiju flies like would fly off the table every single time because like it's two words that nobody expects to put together, and they're like, "Man, this shit is cool. Look at all these cool ass monsters we made." You know what I mean? Hell, I sold a copy of Kentucky Kaiju for you at that Richmond right. con. So. Exactly, and so like it, you know, it sells itself. You know, like a lot of times stuff sells itself, but like a lot of other times you're dealing with people that are so used to brands and breaking them from that and realizing there's stuff outside of the brand, once you break them in that, it's a whole new world for them. You know? And so, um, like, that's that's the one thing I kind of like. And, like, now I'll be honest with you, I'm at that stage in my life now where it's like, yeah, I don't want to do 13 shows no more. Fair. You know what I mean? Like, and also because the way my writing career is working now, I shouldn't have to do 13 shows no more. Because this shit is stressful, you know. Now, granted, for, like for us, you know, like a lot of us are guests of the show. Now, being guests, which is something that a lot of us don't get, you know, a lot of us don't get that privilege, you know. So we walking in, we walking in with zero debt on this show, like with the exception of stuff we bought for the show, okay. But still, we're not walking in with hotel costs. We ain't walking in with table costs. We ain't walking in with travel costs. So, like, we can have fun at this show, and if we ball, fantastic. 
But even if we make just a little bit of money, guess what? We still good because we had spent all that money. You know, and like I'm just of that age now. It's like, listen, why am I traveling hundreds of miles, paying like you know, end up being thousands of dollars for a hotel and like five hundred for a table, when the chances of me getting all of that back are very slim, just for a possible connection. You know what yeah. I mean? Where it's you know that's a good show if you break even. Right, right, right. And no one talk about TCAF, Alex. <sighs> Woo! TCAF. Woo! Well, no, it's it SPX. TCAF, I got a table but didn't get to go. Okay, that's right. But SPX, yeah, it was. Um, What's SPX? SPX is a small press expo. Okay. It's in DC, like outside DC. And it's all like indie comic creators. And I got a table there. It's like a two day show. Sat there. That was it. Not a single sale all weekend? Probably like three. And I was traveling to D.C. Hotel cost to D.C. Food. Food. In D.C. In D.C. In D.C., yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is super insane. Like, when I when I heard that. Because, yeah. like, Alex, you're one of those people that I have never seen somebody so consistently on top of their shit. Yeah. You, got, you have, like, Books on books and all these projects. So there's something for everybody. Well, I don't know why. I mean, that shows yeah. really the same as like a lot of others, where uh, their brand is not like the like the Batman's or the Spider-Man's. It's the indie books, but the bigger name indie books. Mm. It's the folks that have had like uh, stuff from like Fantagraphics or Drawn and Quarterly, right. like the. And still, those names that get the most attention, where and then everybody has kind of the same stuff. Yeah. So you're just a small fish in a, amongst a bunch of other small fish, just trying to get attention to you. Like, I'm definitely not the only person who had that experience at that show. Yeah, a bunch of small fish in a small pond. In a small pond. Yeah. With a like size pond. with like one or two big ones. It's one of those ponds in front of like the Mexican restaurants or the malls or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all still in the pond, but it's just a trash bag at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. We got a, you have a, a hundred and sixty-seven fish and about yep. about eighty dollars worth of pennies. The, well, that's, yeah. They still get more money than us because they got those ba- those pennies at the bottom. Shit. Yeah. Well, welcome to welcome to Indie Creator Confidential. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, your podcast. Yeah, right? yeah. Chris, this is going to be about you know. I mean, LexCon is going to be about no, no, no. therapy like, for us. And that's so, mostly what I wanted this to be was like, yeah, we're all going to be at LCTC in some way, shape, or form, mm-hmm. whether. Uh, you got passes, whether you're a media guest, whether you're a guest, whether you're tabling, like, everyone's going to be there, but this is more like, I want to kind of just get an overall conversation about the independent creator at a convention. Like, like, I know for, like, for us, like, for me and for Justin, and I know, Justin, you got your experiences on this, too, like, for us, like, the local show, this show is local for us, it normally ends up treating us very well. You know, it, it ends up treating us. It ends up treating us very well, and for the most part, people are very receptive. So, like, say for instance, for me, like, out of like, if ten people come by, there's going to be one that's just like, ah, whatever, and walks away. But the other nine, either going to be curious, they might buy, or they may not buy, or they may give you the, I'll come back later. 
Bitch, you ain't coming back. <laughs> Just uh, don't lie to my face. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> don't, don't, don't make, don't turn me into Ron Isley, please. <laughs> well, the local sh- local shows get better the more you pop up. Yeah, and that's, true. That's and, right. And I will say the the benefit of a local show is that when you do encounter those people who are just wanting to learn about like what a show is right like you have to you know this is people who it's their first time there or whatever but in talking to them and finding out that you're local they're like oh you can like live here and mm. still make these things yes 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 and that, and then i like that kind of that'll turn some switches on in people yeah because yeah. there's definitely been local people you know usually you know they're on the younger side late teens, early 20s, and they're talking to you like, you know, you must be from out of state. You must be working for XYZ. And it's they're like, under this misconception yeah, that it's all it's Hollywood. Like, yeah, it's a myth. You're right. right. Yeah. And, no. and I actually, you know, I, I, I recall a few times and, and, you know, like Bryce was talking about people coming up to the table and just chatting with you. Um, you know, me and Bryce have, I don't know, put on some, some courses about, you know, creating your own independent comic or story. You know, I, I, I can tell you several times, you know, breaking down for people who want to write something, and they'll give you this entire world of where people have superpowers, and they do this and they do that. And then I ask them, okay, so what's the story? And it's kind of stumps them, so I kind of have to walk them through what a story is. And they're just, they're, they're, and, and they're creative, and they go, oh, and they, it starts clicking for them. But there's no classes and, and no, nowhere to learn all this stuff. To create, I mean, creative writing courses are basically non-existent anymore. Mm-hmm. So just having to just show people that you can do this thing if you're if you want to be creative, you can do it. You don't have to work for somebody. You don't have to do anything. You can be your own uh, independent creator, which helps you sell your shit when you mm-hmm. do things like that. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. one thing that I notice quite often, anytime those moments would pop up and like giving out free game and stuff like that. I've done commissions that turned into commissions because it started off as a lightweight drawing tutorial. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, it, it turns into, well, can you finish that? Because they, they like what you're doing. Hey, I'll buy it type thing. But again, I think that's unique to local shows. Like the more you pop up at your local yeah. event, then you have these experiences and it's amazing. But we've also, all of us in here have traveled out of state for shows and we all know like what you just talked about with DC, how it can be when you go out of state and nobody knows you. It's a little weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? And before teaming up with you, Ken, anytime I've had to get shows by myself, ooh, shit. Very, very awkward. No, I, very, like. I, I've ooh. riffed off of what you guys did. <laughs> Me and uh, Nishi Studios, Jackie. Mm hmm. Shout out uh, to Jackie. Shout out to Jackie. Oh, yeah. We have, I'll let you in on insider info what we did, because we, we would share a table, but we want more space. So what we do is we buy two tables. Mm. And I'm just not in the in the like list of artists. Mm. I found that that doesn't hurt me at all. Because mm. at the show, yeah. I've got Jackie there hyping me up. I've got, there's me hyping her up. And we're doing great yeah. there. And we've got a guaranteed table mate that's not going to mess up any of our sales. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or just the like armpit. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's smart because we've all been stuck next to 
real shit stains. Yeah. Yes. Yep. As far as table mates. That yes. can really yeah. hurt. Hey, uh, and real quick, just before we move forward, if the person that plays the ocarina is listening, fuck off. Cut that <laughs> shit out. Fuck no, off. I'm off that. Yeah. I don't know who you think that's for, but it's no one at that show. So, Nobody. So I've, I've actually got one. We did Conapalooza in 2018. It was 2018 because it was right before my old SUV died. Um, when we did that convention in 2018, they set us right like around the corner from these anime podcasters who brought the biggest freaking boombox and a, uh, oh my gosh, what's it called? The bass thing. Like, subwoofer. subwoofer yeah. yeah, and a subwoofer and blasted music. Oh, yeah. All weekend. Wow. Yeah. So you're telling me it was a huge party and it was fantastic. I wanted to bash my head against the wall. Or more specifically, I wanted to take Peacock's head and bash it against the wall. Um, There's this movie called Falling Down. <laughs> we're Tell all, me more, Justin. We're all laughing because every single one of us at some point in time, even I, I, don't, I don't have to sell anything if I'm like a guest at a convention or anything like that. I've still wanted to be that guy at cons. Mm-hmm. I, did, I, did a, I did a convention. I did one of those Wizard World conventions in Chicago. And there was this you mean guy in Rosemont, Illinois. In Rosemont, yeah, in <laughs> Rosemont, yeah. Which, oh, which you know, about uh, just another side note. The hotels in Rosemont they look real ratchet, but nah, they they kind of nice, man. You get in, you get past that crusty in, interior, out exterior, or whatever inside. Mm-hmm. Bro, and beds are soft, it's clean. You know what I mean? People are real, real friendly. Oh, they're all high, but they're friendly. <laughs> and, That's fine. Yeah, That's yeah. I, that, yeah. I fuck with it, but. That convention in itself, there was there was a dude there who he called himself being an artist and an MC, oh. and he had this karaoke machine hooked up. Oh, and oh no. he would try to freestyle all weekend. Hold up, did he have like the hat with the antlers? And like, only reason, only reason why I say that because it reminds me of year two. Of Lexington, of Lexington Comic and Toy Con year mm-hmm. two, like, cause, like it's been on. This show's been going on for a long time. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Mm-hmm. But in year two, I remember I had a table, and I don't mean to interrupt your story. No, you're good. You're good. There was there was this like this brother, young brother that was there, and he had like like kind of like the one piece style hat, but like mm-hmm. he was supposed to be part elk or something like. They're supposed to be chopper. Yes, yeah. he's there. Yeah. And so like he had the boombox, and like he kept he every. Like thirty minutes, oh, no. he would rap. Okay, but the thing is, is that he would use like the MF Doom, an MF Doom song. He had an instrumental. It was the instrumental in MF Doom, MF Doom sample. What a fool believes. This might be the same dude because okay. the dude I'm talking about kept on trying to rap to MF Doom and Alchemist beats. Yes, yes, and so uh, like he just okay. every half hour, every half hour, I'm right across from him. Okay, and I'm just <laughs> like. Yeah. And like my eyes started twitching, and like, um, because I was I was married at the time, and my wife at the time was like, "Are you going to be okay?" And I was like, "No, I'm going to go over there and take that boombox with." She's like, "Sean, you can't do that." I was like, "Watch me, I will take it." And, I'm gonna, and I and I got loud when I said that, and like, and for those that don't know me, normally like I don't get loud. I'm a very personal person. Like you know, I let y'all let certain things slide. Time, unless he's telling a story, right? Yeah, <laughs> but. I, and like I said, I was like, I will take that away from him 
and he heard me in the middle of his rap. And he, like he was like, <laughs> <laughs> and like, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> and he didn't rap like the last two hours. It was oh, this, wow. this motherfucker was feeling himself in Chicago, man. Oh no! Like he and he had a, he had a guy with him that was like trying to hype up the bars, and I was like, oh no! Rosemont, where you at? Oh my god! This dude was so booty. Oh my god! But he was a great artist, though. Like, 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 like but, he was such see, a like, great artist. But see, like that, like, it, that, that's amazing that we get to witness that. Where we're like, oh, yeah. man, this is a dude who clearly is—he's just trying something. Mm-hmm. You know, he's yeah. just trying something, and and if it works, it works. And he's he's he, but he's. I bought his. It's just not there. I bought his comics if he stopped rapping. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> you would have dropped money if he would shut the fuck oh, yeah, up. Yeah, I, I gave him twenty five off top for uh, the, he had all these good looking art, but I was like, bro, if I get closer, the music gets louder. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Well, you had, and you have to think of that about that from like a consumer standpoint. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And, and imagine you actually go, okay, I'll buy it. And then you go buy it, and he goes, "This is working. Let's keep going." Yeah, right, yeah, right, right. 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 While he everyone, while everyone is avoiding <laughs> your aisle because at the end is the guy. Oh yeah, the yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I can't tell you. Like at conventions, if I hear that ocarina, I'm going the other way. Yeah. If yeah. I hear the ocarina, I'm gone. But there's right. going to be an artist sitting next to the ocarina mm-hmm. who hates them who more hates, than anyone yeah. else at that convention and is like starving there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the wonderful con, I think. Most of us did in Louisville in 2017. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I played I played table bitch Can that we weekend. Get that evil laugh clean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> I, want, I want that evil laugh just so we can put it as a I button on a normal podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was called the art police that weekend. The art police. Damn uh, man. No, Damn. but you were like you were right next to the ocarina chick, weren't you? Yeah, I was pretty close. Because yeah. I mean, we I were cause all like, like, because Ocarina was like three was like three tables away, and like you could hear, uh, and I'm just sitting there like, come on, like because first off, like the attendance at that show, what, what you know, wasn't great. It wasn't nobody's fault. It's just wasn't it, great. Would be a step up from what it was. I know, I know. I'm trying to be. Polite, <laughs> I mean, it's out in the middle of like, nowhere. It was because like the thing is is that like it's, it's too difficult to do shows in Louisville because the thing about Louisville is is that Louisville spend money on the following things concerts food alcohol shout out to Jack Harlow uh, half and mm. half because like he because like he did some like, shady one. shit some mm-hmm. shady shit when it comes to Tory Lane when it comes to like the Tory Lane's making selling situation oh, and, right. and he's just like basically because you know Tory Lane's is on his album right mm-hmm. and like he's just like because when he got asked about Meg the Stallion he was just like well look man you know that ain't my business really and all this other stuff <laughs> Won't you just stand up for this woman? You be talking to black women all the goddamn time, but you can't stand up for me. But you want to put punk ass story lanes on your album? Man, fuck you. Fuck off. You know, like intermission. <laughs> intermission. Talking about, and that's the thing. Like, I know these cats is young. I know these cats is young, and they gotta learn. They gotta learn. But why do you? Why do people keep fucking with Toy Story Lanes for? The man is five foot tall. Like, I don't understand. Tory Lanes is not talented. Why? Why do they keep fucking with him? He, 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 the, how, uh. the list grows. I listen. The list grows. Sean Pryor uh. smoke show, baby. Oh my god. Uh, go off. I want all the smoke. <laughs> I need you to understand. 
He gonna want to fight in Tory Lanez. <laughs> I, I, I will have the whole state of Texas with me. What if you find out Tory Lanez listens to the podcast? I'd be so happy. <laughs> he retweets it. He goes, hey, fuck Sean Pryor, cuz. Yo, hey. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will send him three words on Twitter. The said words, come see me. That's it. Yo, hey, all I'm saying is if that dude retweets us, that's a whole new audience for me. That's a whole yeah. new, that's so, new audience. That's a whole new there's audience. no bad publicity. Well, there's so, it's 2021. There's bad publicity. But if someone's calling out somebody like for being a guest on my podcast. Can I get the story real quick of... Who the hell called Justin of all people? Yeah, yeah. I gotta hear the art police. I've never heard this before. Yeah. This show was four years ago, and I've never heard this. Because uh, that is not a thing. No. Well, uh, I got a dude kicked out of the show because mm. he had art prints that were clearly screen caps mm. that mm. were Photoshop filtered. Was that was that during that time where yeah. everything looked like it was splattered or some yes. shit? But yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so, it was like the scanner darkly shit. Yeah. So yeah. I rolled up and I was like, hey man, these are all screen caps. And he goes, I was I was classically trained. I, I use these as reference. <laughs> this said, is bullshit. They're the exact screen caps, man. Damn. Like, you're you can't you can't lie about this. And he's like well, I didn't know that I was going to get busted by the art police today. <laughs> and I said, hey man, we're all selling bootleg shit. Like, that's just yeah. part of it. But you suck, and this is trash. And I called one of the people over, and they were like, yeah, this is all screen caps from shit you don't own. Bye. So he lost, he lost that table money, got put on blast. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Probably, so, um, probably still made as much as all of us did, though. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> he might have made, made more than us, because, I, I, you know, the people that do the hack shit at the shows make all the bread. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, um, yeah, that, that was, like, I, I want to say interesting, but it was just bad. Uh, great Mexican food, though. Great yeah, Mexican fantastic. food we had for dinner. Um, so if you listen, if you listen to the show and you go to conventions, don't buy shit that's printed on um, sheets of music. Absolutely, or, or, or pages from the dictionary, or yeah. pages from yep. the dictionary. Yeah. Don't buy that bullshit. Uh, I mean, that's just us trying to save you money because you can just get that on Google image search, yes, just like the artist. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. And no, and it's I mean, it's one of those things where you also want to support. Like you, you want to show support to people that you like. You want to show yeah. support, support local support. Even if you're not supporting local, if yeah. you find someone who's drawing cool shit that you yeah. like, buy it. Support yeah. like, also support artists that draw uh, more than half the face. Yeah. Because Ken, what are your thoughts it, on a smoke? It's it, it, it smoke. It takes a whole lot. <laughs> it takes a lot of work Woo. to draw the Woo. whole body, but. When the person that draws half the face makes all the money, a little, little bit obnoxious. Yeah, we want the smoke. Hey, and you know, and and you know, not to be mean to anybody that enjoys drawing half faces, because I think life is short, and you should do what makes you happy. Just don't take money out of my pocket with your big ass wall of half faces. Yeah, because and then uh, half the aisle where you tape it to the floor. Yeah, we want faces. the smoke. Yeah. We want so, the smoke. And then, and then, when you overlap on the other side of your wall of bullshit, 
mm-hmm. onto my side of the table. Yep. Yep. Where people walk past and go, oh, look at that half a face of bullshit. Yeah. Is that yeah. yours? I go, yeah. no, that's that yeah. guy's over there. Yeah. Time Why out. would it be mine? Yeah. In fairness, we do want to uh, shout out uh, Toy Vomit real quick because they sell amazing bullshit, not half face bullshit. Hell yeah. Not half face bullshit. Hell we yeah. all love Toy yeah. Vomit. Hell yeah. Almost said their name. Don't want to do that. Um, nope. So. Well, yeah, don't buy half face. If you listen to the show. And you go to a and you go to a convention. Don't buy any prints that are half faces. Um, just that's just a good blanket rule. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, ask more from your artists. Like, like it, when you, if you see just from the neck up and half a face, just go to the artist and say, yeah. "Hey, could you draw me a hand and see what they do? Yeah. Or could you draw me feet? Yeah. See what they can do." Now that sounds kind of like a kink, but when you <laughs> ask them, you'll understand why. Yeah. Or just say an airplane. Or a car. Sure. Those things are hard to draw, though. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I would rather see... I don't like drawing those. I would would rather see an artist try to draw a plane and give that artist money than to go and know, hey, this artist can draw 80 different half faces. What the fuck? But that's Look. forty full characters, Bryce. <laughs> Woo, man! No, <laughs> <laughs> well, you can even put them together because it's all the right side of the face. But hold on, like hold some on. of them aren't the left side, and you can kind of mix and match on your wall. It's all yeah, no, yeah. And and me, can't, can't make them kiss exactly. And he's giving the other half <laughs> of the motherfucking face. Absolutely. Wasn't well, Wolverine two Batman's kissing though? <laughs> yeah. Well, and my whole thing is like. <laughs> <laughs> I brought you in to be helpful, Will. That is helpful. That was my mistake, though. That was my mistake. But no, like, seriously, like, think about it. If I'm going, and if I'm buying all four Ninja Turtles, I would like right, left, right, left. With the whole goddamn turtle. Yeah. Or if I'm just getting face, half right, half left, half right, half left. So I can have two and two. Yeah. No. You know, they even got, they eat for, for, for the people that like to do this. You could even, on some of these drawing apps, if you're a digital artist, you could draw half the face, and the computer will draw the other half of the face for you. So you mean to tell me you don't even got time to YouTube how to draw the other half of the face automatically? Or, or, or when you use Photoshop, you draw half the face, and then you copy that half and rotate it. And, uh, yeah, yeah, you copy, paste, rotate And then now you have a whole face. Because you made a half face into a whole face. Well, and I mean, you also got to look at it from the perspective of Power Rangers, Ninja Turtles, uh, some superheroes, all that kind of shit. Like, uh-huh. oh, cool. Those are all just color swaps. Yep. Uh-huh. And you change the background a little bit. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. yep. You have 20 Power Rangers, you did one drawing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. But, 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 but we're done smoking. We're done smoking yeah. for now. It's just a ring of grievances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I'm get that out. Let's start. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk commissions now. Um, specifically, like, how difficult is it to, like, you do pre show commissions. Mm-hmm. Do you do pre show commissions? I mm-hmm. offer them. Uh, yeah, are, I, I think are. that's the. That's the <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've offered them. Whether or not I do them, yeah, fair, uh, fair. Yeah. Uh, apologies, apologies. So, um, uh, semantics. I mean, then you got Tressa who opens her pre-show commissions and closes them two hours later. They fill up. Yeah. No, no, and that, there's no yeah. smoke there. There is no, no yeah, smoke. That is all respect. That is all respect. Yeah, Tressa's a beast. That is all respect to Tressa. Tressa draws the whole face too. 
Yeah, yeah she does. And yeah. then some. And she the face it. and the whole body. And yeah. it, I, just, I mean, it's almost like she's showing off. Yeah, you could, you could, showing you up. Could literally, you could yeah. literally save so much money and buy an amazing Tressa commission. And not by fifteen fucking half faces. <laughs> we could, yeah. yeah, no. You know, we tried to get off of this subject. No, we just went right back. At the same time, where's the lie? Well, yeah, yeah. But, and like going back to it though, like, uh, I would rather, like, as as a consumer at these shows who has spent money, who has spent money on literally every single person that's not on my couch. Um, <laughs> that's actually, no, I've paid you. Yeah, you paid me. I'll get to you soon. Okay. Um, that sounded ominous. Yes. Yeah. Or, or, or sexy. Yeah. Or ominous or sexy. Both. Wow. Mostly sexy. Both. 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 Um, but like, I, I would like. I mean, I have commissions or books mm-hmm. or anything from like you guys specifically that I have paid good money, but it is not wasted money. It is nothing I regret spending my time or money on because one. I'm supporting my friends. Two, it's also fucking dope-ass artwork. I got three giant drawings Justin's done of three of the coolest horror characters in existence. Well, and, and, there's no other art like that. Yeah, that's like, true. You, you have the original. Yeah, like... That's if, what's the best about original artwork. Yeah, yeah. if you're yeah. getting a commission, it's that. Like, you have that. Right. Yeah. No and one else has that. And yeah. also, like, just, just the, uh, think of it this way. You'll be able to walk by all of those half-faced booths and just be as smug as fuck. <laughs> I know you keep trying to get past this, Chris. And you're like, you know what? I know you're trying. Let, let the plebes have that. No. <laughs> I have somewhere to be. Well, that, that's my thing. Is like With my original life. I have some prints in this. I have some prints. I've bought some off Rusty, who we all love. We all love Rusty. Ain't nothing wrong with prints. Ain't okay. nothing wrong with those. But... <laughs> Rusty puts a shit ton of time into his prints. Right that on. Poco Rosso that was done by... Sorry, Hat. No, that wasn't Jimmy. Oh, sorry. Whoops. Uh, I can't remember who did that. Oh, I that's uh, Chris Schweitzer. Yeah. Who did that? Like, that's a dope-ass print. Mm-hmm. Um, you know... one of those, too. Yeah. The Poco Rosso? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, like, there's just... There's nothing wrong with buying those prints at all. But, like, the commission side, which I want to kind of get back to, like, how... How's that process work? Like, and I don't, I'm not asking about, like, if you have X amount of dollars set. I'm asking about how that conversation starts. Mm. How that conversation goes. Where does, how does that lead? And, I mean, have you ever just, like, and I'm assuming the answer is going to be yes for all this. Um, Have you guys been burned where someone's like, oh, yeah, I'll pay you when I pick it up. And then you have this thing you spent three hours on. I don't do that. Yeah, that's, no, that's you, fair. You, you always uh, get money up front. Yeah, yeah. yeah there, there's. I, I think everybody has their own stories, and everybody has a similar method, but just different. Like, I mean, you know, if somebody comes to me for a commission, you know, I'll lay out, you know, how long it's going to take me, how much it's going to cost, you know, what exactly they want, and a lot of times people will just come up and say how much, and then I have to kind of work with them to ask, you know, what do you want, because. You can't say how much is it for a drawing, and I say, mm-hmm. you know, X amount of dollars, and then they go on to describe, you know, six different characters on the piece. It's like, well, that's how the price increases. Yeah. You're, you're, you're paying for what you get. Like, you can't, you know, 
go to uh, yeah. you know McDonald's and ask for a hamburger and then get free fries and a drink and X Y Z. That's that's yeah. why it's good before you go to kind of set your standards. Like this is mm-hmm. these are the sizes and these are the things I'm going to draw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, like, no. Have, have a set like this is a postcard size. This is an eight by ten. These are the right. prices. That's it. Because if someone can't find something within their price point with that stuff, it's not worth your time. Yeah. 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 And and just because artists down down the way was going to charge you twenty, that's not every artist's price. No. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, uh, to to. Kind of go off of that. Um, kind of my brain hit a blank there for a sec. Um, to go off that, like somebody's line drawing might be more expensive than somebody's full color, and that's just based off of you know talent, time, how much they have in front of them, all kinds of stuff. If I've been getting a commission all weekend, and then you know Sunday afternoon with an hour left, you want me to do a full body, you know, drawing, I'll, I'll you know it's probably going to be more expensive, and and because I've got to do it within an hour, and it's just it, there's a lot of variables reputation too yeah. Yeah. that factors yeah. into it quite a bit and I've I've never said it's it's not worth it as mm-hmm. far as uh, price for a commission drawing it's just I can't afford it yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know it's like ain't nothing wrong with uh, artists who can get a thousand dollars for a commission yeah. I can't do that we should all be so lucky right yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm not in the place to do that right now nor am I in the place to afford that right now but I'm not going to try to talk you down from that. See, a lot of I think a lot of the people, a lot of the people who charge that much for commissions, have the reputation that allows them to, and then the people that pay for them aren't buying them just because they're fans. Because there's very often where you'll see somebody that'll like buy an expensive commission, and then next thing you know, it like months down the line you see that motherfucker on eBay yeah. Yeah. or whatever else like I've, I've had a handful of artists that I've seen at shows that like I think matter of fact I think Scotty Young's one of those cats that I've seen do like a, a, a show commission mm-hmm. and then next thing you know what I see like the art Scotty Young's art on sale on eBay or something like that and it's like man people just try to flip stuff if they know they can if they can get it mm-hmm. you know but Hey, you know, I guess get it how you live. <laughs> I mean, that's how much the artist values their their artwork, honestly. Yeah. Because if you if you're at a commission or at a convention, you usually don't have like enough time to put in like your best effort, honestly. Right. Yeah, there are cool. there are prices for pre show commissions, and then there are prices for at show commissions. Yeah. 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 At show commissions have a lot more rules. Yeah, and that shows you don't have the time, right? And that's yeah. a, that's, that's spend, like, you, you don't have like a month. So yeah, I could see like an artist going to a convention and doing great drawings, great art, and expecting it to flip because it, but it's not going to really hurt their reputation or their feelings because uh, it's like that's not the ones that they've spent. Like hours or days right. or weeks on. Absolutely, right. I, w- I wish I could get to the point to where I could charge a thousand dollars for a commission and somebody flip that shit for five. Yes, <laughs> please do, please do, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. and then contact me so we can do this some more. And I'll yeah, get, I'll get a, exactly. a percentage off that. Yeah. yeah. Hey, if that happens, will you guest on my podcast? <laughs> hey, there we go. Give me some <laughs> listeners. Um, 
So, you know, you brought up a good point about the value of art and, like, how's the value of art compare to the value of time and effort? I, I don't think you can separate the two. I think, yeah. I think it all kind of is, is, is holistic. You got, it's, yeah. it's all just one thing because when you look at it, I mean, you're the, the, not only is the product part of the price, it's also the labor. Yeah, so for sure. It's, it's for all sure. One thing. Okay. Because 99% of the time when we are working, we are not being paid for that work. Yeah. If it's if it's uh, a project of our own or something like that that we're working on that we're trying to uh, you know, nudge along or whatever, like yeah. we're only paid after the fact, after the shit is done, after it's printed or whatever, whatever it is we're working on that we're trying to sell. So even with like Sean, like you know, when he's writing, he you're not necessarily getting paid as you're typing those words out. Right. You're only paid when the thing is done. Right. So people it, don't understand that either. Yeah, and and when people, you know, and and, and this is not not people who come to um, conventions and try to buy independent books and they're wondering why they're more expensive. That's the reason why is because it's it's time that we've put in. So you're so that's the labor. Then production costs that come out of our pocket, and it's always from a small yeah. printing, so the, the production is going to be more expensive yep. than larger printing companies. So yeah, you're paying you know five bucks for a comic instead of two fifty or whatever, and that's because uh, an independent artist has to put a lot more time and effort yeah. into something like that. And I mean, when it comes to something like, um, oh my god, why did I just blank on like all the books you've done? I'm trying to think of what was the vampire one. Bleed leaders. Bleed leaders. Bleed leaders. Thank you. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll hype up Justin. Bleed leaders. <laughs> Howard the human. Yep. Girl scouts. Uh-huh. I mean, uh-huh. the, the, the man's got books and uh, well, books on books. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, like, but bleed leaders or um, Slum, Watch. Slum Rising, Warden's Watch, uh, Fire Within, yeah. Robin and Cat. Things like that, like, I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> no, but like, the, the thing the I'm saying library. is, like, is right. y'all are independent artists who also support independent artists, who, and I don't mean each other in that sense, like, y'all are going to the small publishing companies, y'all are going to the small pressing companies, y'all are not reaching out to fucking Kinko's to get your shit done. No one does it alone anymore. No. Uh, you can't, you can't do it alone, you can't succeed alone. Yeah, the old adage of it takes a village. Yeah. Yes. Right. Even uh, if that village is just there for moral support, I mean, yeah. like, like mm-hmm. for independent artists, having an artist community is key. Yeah. And you know, yeah. a lot of people will, a lot of people will, uh, kind of come into uh, an artist community and just try to use it and not put in the time and effort. Right. And that stuff is immediately seen and immediately put off to the side. Yeah. yeah. Like nobody and and people who try to use that and, and try to sell off that are like people can see it a mile away yeah. And, yeah. And, and it's sad because all the, when you're putting time and effort into a local community for other artists and things like that you know the tide rises all ships right right mm-hmm. like you can't just expect the tide to just lift your ship and then just take off sailing on your own because you're going to be out in deep water all by yourself yeah uh, um, a little bit. It, it's it's a thing of like everybody that's on this podcast right now, like this this group that's here, including some some folks that you know couldn't make it tonight. Yeah, like we've all known each other for over a decade, in one way, shape, or form. We've known each other for over a decade, and the thing is about us, the idea for us in this room, this also this also includes Tressa and a few others. 
it's a thing of if one of us has a question, we don't have the answer. We go to somebody within the group to see if they got the answer. Yeah. And and then that answer is shared. That information is shared. And that's the thing about that's the, I think that's the thing for me that because I I moved here in November of 2007, and. Lexington was very life-changing for me in a number of ways. Um, But, like, one of the big things was creatively, it was, like, a very life-changing thing for me. Because the first first cat I met was Justin. Oh, yeah. At Collectibles, etc. When Tony was running it during Free Comic Book Day, and you had the Cobra Cobra hat from G.I. Joe, and I was like, I want that hat. He was like, no, you can't have that hat. And I was like, no, for real, I want that hat. He was like, no, you can't can't have that hat. (laughs) But, like, we started talking. And he invited me to like a small show here in Lexington at the time. Uh, that since has never returned. Um, that show never came back. But that's okay. It was whatever, whatever. But like he, you know, but like we became homies from that. And then as time went along, I met Tressa, and from like the Boku Pop Podcast mm. crew. And then like, and as the years went along, I met Bryce, I met Ken, Will, Josh, Alex, you, Chris. Like I, just so many people. And the thing is about all of us is that if we have questions, we can't and we don't have the answers for. One of us normally has the answer, and if we don't, we go find the answer and we share it. And we've all continued to grow, not only as you know, as artists, as creatives, as people. And like, and that's the thing I think like a lot of folks don't understand about this art, this art that you see, whether. If it, you know, whether it be a comic, whether it be a, a novella, it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's a print, anything. The thing is, from this group, there has been growth. And if you go back and you look at, like, what all these cats have done since they first started to now, it's a completely different world. Oh, yeah. You know. Please don't look at my old shit. <laughs> <laughs> I got some of it in the closet, man. Yes, like, I do. mean, yeah. Yes, you do. I bet Jason's from 20... When were y'all doing... The things at the the live art at the free the freestyle things. Oh, at the the album, the album, yeah. the foundation stuff. Yeah. Was that twenty fifteen? Fifteen, yeah. 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 Well, like, here's here's a here's a, a a bit of weird Lexington comic <laughs> trivia. Is that my first ever zine I put out was like a collection of his web comics I was doing at the time, and it was two thousand three. Whoa! And I put it, and it was at Collectibles. Do you still have one of those? No. Well, yeah, I do. I have one of each. I did three of them. Can I look through it? No. <laughs> no. That is meant to be they, a time capsule, capsule buried in his back. Yeah, that, that, is, that is just a location. Yes. That, that, that's yes. in the Just for Justin file. Yes. Well, no, yes. and like, you know, to take off of what Sean said, like, and I'm specifically going to ball wash you with this, mm-hmm. creating the six bomb boards. <laughs> like, like legitimately, like, it's something that I... I'd never really like thought of about like an artist community or something. Yeah, I said ball wash. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like kids, are, kids over there trying to like hold in the I left mean, and stuff. It was just good. It was just smooth, <laughs> much like Justin's balls. <laughs> <laughs> it was just smooth transition. Uh, you but, start with a, a warm uh, mint dude wipe. <laughs> yep. yep. That'll taste good later. Uh, <laughs> Smooth porn balls. Uh, but like, I mean, come on, guys. It makes you cock something. And it's like, I mean, I've explained it to... Uh, I legit think everyone in here knows Sorry Hat. Yeah. One, of, one of my closest, oldest, and best friends. I was talking to him last night, and he's like, I have to make it to the show in Lexington. Yeah. He's like, I have to come down. I was like, dude, 
I have no idea when live art's going to happen again. Yeah, I don't either. But, um... Open invitation. Open invitation, man. Um, For anybody. Absolutely. Like, I I don't draw. I go to every live art event. Mm -hmm. Sean, you don't draw that much. You go to most live art events. You get a Pikachu out of them everywhere. That's my favorite thing. Love it. Lexington Comic Con live art is like, that shit's fire. Remember, like, man, remember, remember that year with, uh... Jim Food and Scotty Young did that group mm-hmm. rocket. Yeah. That motherfucker was amazing. Like, yeah. shit like that happens. Well, and that was like, you know, and I've told the story before. It's just like I wanted to make a space that I didn't have access to. Yeah. Like, when I was trying to figure shit out. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. uh, again, like nobody does it alone. And, yeah. you know, when artists get together, the famous quote is, you know, when artists get together, like, we don't talk about philosophy, we talk about where you get cheap paper. And what pen you use? What kind of markers are these? Yeah. The most commonly asked question I think I've heard is, oh, where'd you get that? Or what kind of markers are these at any live art event? Yeah. But uh, to bring her up, and I don't think she'd be upset, like Gwen mm-hmm. showed up to live art, sat by herself, didn't really know anyone the first couple times she came. Yeah. Gwen's family. Sure. Absolutely. The whole thing is like, you know, especially the, that's what is so fun with kids and live art is that, you know, it's a, it's a way for young younger people to see that, like, you can just do that. Like, you don't have to, you can just make art in front of people if you want. It's yeah. okay. I should have specified I was talking yeah. about Guinevere. Oh, Guinevere. Oh. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking about my daughter. No. <laughs> should have specified that's my bad. That's my yeah. bad. But... No, and because that's immediately yeah. what I go to. Sorry. Yeah, Un- understandably, yeah. she's she has your daughter. A connection right. to that name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I should have specified, but like yeah. Guinevere specifically, like yes. I remember her showing up, and you know, we basically take over that left half of um, the dining area at Movie Tavern, yeah. mm-hmm. and she sat in the back for the first few times, and like I showed up, she was drawing. I was like, that's super rad because it was like awesome to see this like person. Get more and more included mm-hmm. as time went on. Yeah, and did, did I ever tell you the story of my, my first live art experience? <laughs> and it wasn't at the album either. Oh, it was before I'd actually ever talked to you. Is um, you guys are doing it at uh, the old movie theater next to Collectibles? Yeah, the old, the old movie, movie theater. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I, I told um, somebody, one of my friends, like, "Hey, I want to go to this live art thing. I heard it, it seems pretty cool." And they're like, "Well, why? What do they do?" I was like. They do art. And it really confused them. I was like, but no, I still want to go. So I walked in, and I walked in, and everybody's doing artwork, and I did the, did the, just the nerdiest fucking thing where I walked in and go, oh, that's so cool. And I turned around and left. I had had a near panic attack. You were fucking Grandpa Simpson when he walks into the bar (laughs) and sees Bart. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and tipped my hat turned around and walked out. But no, that was like my first ever live art experience, and I, I kicked myself after that. And I told myself, no, next time there's a live art, I'm actually going to go up. I'm going to say, hey, my name is blah, blah, blah. You have a spot for me. And so the next time that happened, that was at the album. Mm. That's where I, I, I came up to you guys and, and said, hey, can I get on this? And you said, yeah, sure. And that's where I met Bryce for the first time. And then, you know, and when you go up and you're just making art and you're, you're vibing off everybody... It's it's like it's like you were always meant to be there. And that's yeah. great. And to just keep talking about this amazing community, like if I have a bad day, y'all are who I turn to. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when bad things have gone wrong in my life, I've heard from every single person in this room. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
I, you know, you said you wanted to create a space for like that you've never been able to be around. From an outsider's perspective, like, dude, you fucking nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So yeah, I definitely, I, I personally feel like I would not be able to be in any of the things I've been a part of or the position I'm in now if it wasn't for the group. That's, I mean, I wholeheartedly believe without without the collective that we've created, I probably would have fizzled out a few years ago. Probably. And you want to talk about someone who's had a, like a fucking glow up in the past couple of years? God damn, Bryce. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Look, I, I don't know. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> trust me. We know. Yes, we know. Nah, right. We know. Nah, I just. I, hey, look, it's it's y'all's fault. That's, 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 <laughs> nah, I mean, real I shit. Every every everybody in the group. I get the. I I, I know specifically just yeah. the things that I've acquired from everybody. So like. Because I've, at general mental health is amazing, and Sean and Justin are typically y'all are the gurus for me. Like I expect that y'all just have all of the game and can point me in the direction. Y'all are like my y'all are like my my dual Yodas, and then you know, and then you know we're Pete Rock and CL Smooth Ken off top. Right, and Alex. We I I don't know how many ideas I've dumped in your lap. Over and over and over. I just wanted to be a fly on the wall when y'all were co-workers. Oh, man. <laughs> we were, uh, what, Mugen and Jigen? Yep. Sam yep. Champlin. Oh, hell yeah. Fair. Yeah. Sure yeah. Hell yeah. On the same path. Yeah. But we're, like, yep. friendly rivals. Absolutely. I love yeah. it. I love it. You don't, I, I think, yeah, you gotta, you gotta have the collective. You gotta right. have the group. And also, man, like, that, like, in, in being in, in touch with your local no matter what you create, find your local version of that because you're not going to get better without it, yeah. and you're not going to you're not going to be able to share yeah. without it. We and, have something very special too. Yeah. Y'all do, yeah. yeah. And, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll throw this out. <laughs> yes, and I'll throw this out. Is if anybody's listening to this and is like, okay, I need a local community for artists or writers or stuff like that. Yo, I've got to get to Lexington. That, that's not necessarily what's being talked about here. Is being able to create that space, we were all lucky enough that Justin started it, and then we all kind of helped out off there. Is there can be a space for you? You just got to put in that effort. Yeah. You got to yeah. put in that effort and, yeah. and create that space for yourself. Uh, pizza face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, if if Pizza Face can create one in Evansville, Indiana, yeah. You, yeah. you can make one anywhere. Well, you know, and you were you were talking about uh, Guinevere early, yeah, and earlier and. Like that's the other cool thing is that during these live art events, um, you don't have to get up there and, and make anything. Like you can sit with a sketchbook at a table, you can sit with oh, your yeah. iPad at a table. There's been like there's been people that fucking wheeled in easels. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. like sat, yeah. <laughs> and sat there with easels and stuff and mm-hmm. and uh, and it's just it's it's wild. So like that's uh, uh, that's what you should embrace about uh, gathering up local people like that yeah. is, uh, is let, let, let everybody create how they create. And kind of bring it back to LCTC. This is kind of like we get an LCTC like almost every month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We get that sense of community that you get at a convention. Like when you meet your peers and you can talk to them, mm-hmm. share your art, share your ideas. And we, we're blessed that we get that like at least once a month, if not more, mm-hmm. yeah. at an actual event. 
and then also just the community that we've taken outside of the convention and put into our lives. Yeah, right. And that's that's a, a, that's the the prime thing about conventions is when you don't have that in your area, when you don't have that in your city, you go to conventions looking for people yeah. that are near. It's the start. It's, it's the start. where you it's, go first. Uh, that, that's the purest part of a of a comic convention or any sort of fan convention yeah. is is finding those people who are trying to tell their stories or or make whatever it is they make. Yeah. And good, sure. good people curate good people. Oh, yeah. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. a that's a large part of it too. So like, if you're gonna go, if you're if you're a person that is going to a convention looking for that type of camaraderie, you're not in Lexington, you're in whatever your city is. Like, don't go with the intention of trying to get anything, and more than just showing up and making friends and connecting with people. It's because you know you know the people that kind of show up with the whole like I'm going to pitch something to you type of. And that comes one and and for some some knowledge, I guess you you could you could testify to this, Sean. Yeah. Um, the as younger creators. That happens more often than not that you'll get fooled by somebody, mm-hmm. or you'll get taken advantage of. Oh, yeah. And that's one of again one of the keys of having a crew is everybody goes through these things, and you can lean on each other mm-hmm. about these things and learn from one another about these things. And like, because if you don't have that, you're constantly gonna be fucking up. Not in a productive way. Yeah. Right. There is a productive way to fuck up. Y'all right. saved me mm-hmm. from some bad deals. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, Alex talked about it earlier with commissions. Is is always get the money up first. Yep. We, yeah. one of us at some point in time, fucked up. And didn't get money up front, right? Because we then, were just so excited, someone asked us, right? Yeah. And then, yeah. and, right. Yeah. And then once right. that happened, we talk about it with everybody else, and then everybody goes, "Okay, money up front, noted." Yeah, no. yeah. yeah. And then, then that knowledge is shared. And another and, one, yeah. with commissions is your price. We all want to undercharge mm-hmm. what we're worth, mm-hmm. and so right. we have to have like a Justin to say, "No, that's not right." Yeah. Sean <laughs> say, yeah. "We charge too, too little. Too little. Yeah. Yeah. Too little. It starts here." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Here. exactly. To quote <laughs> Fat Joe after he watched, <laughs> after he watched um, the Locks survey, he says the, the Locks versus Dipset. Yesterday's price is not today's price. Once again, yesterday's price is not today's price. Sean, if you if you come at Sean with some bullshit, he'll yell at you too. Remember, I printed up copies of Woods Watch, and I was like, "Man, these are too pixelated, bro. We got to discount these." Yeah, and then Sean was like, "Let me see them. How much you try to charge for these?" And I was like, "Man, like two dollars." And he looked, he said, two fucking dollars." <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> How much, bro? <laughs> How much? He's like, you're, he's like, man, it ain't too pixelated. I look at it, and I'm just like, look, I know my eyes ain't bad. And, like, I took off my glasses, looked at it, put my glasses back on, looked at it. I was like, man, this ain't that. You better charge $5 for this shit. I was like, man, I charge no $2. I was like, if I come over there and you charge $2, I'm going to yell at you. And I was like, he's like, these can still move for five. I was like, they can still move for five because the thing is, the average eye is not going to catch what you're going to catch because yeah. you have a different eye. We it. have different eyes. So if, you're, if you're playing, if you're playing music and you miss a note, no one's gonna notice. Yeah, that's right. That's right. right. I guarantee everyone in this room has every concert we've ever been to. 
every musician has fucked up at some point during that set. Yeah. Every care. single musician. Drummer, bass player, mm-hmm. DJ, vocalist, mm-hmm. guitar player, it don't fucking matter. Drum robot? That's called a remix. Drum robot? <laughs> don't they sure. have drum robots at shows? I don't I, know. I don't. <laughs> I, I, I am robot. here to say I, I, I derailed the conversation. I'm sorry, everybody. No, I, didn't, I didn't know that was. Hold on. Drum robots? Drum yeah, robots. They, they, they will out R2D2. No, and, that was on an episode of a uh, regular show. Word. There was an episode of regular show because there was a robot drummer that was supposedly be better than Benson. Yep, and like Benson had to fight the robot drummer. See, like, oh, and Benson rocked it. Too. Yes, he did. <laughs> I thought he was referencing Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist, where they don't have a drummer. So he's like, "No, I found us a drummer, and it's literally this old drum machine from like the 1980s." <laughs> So I uh, thought I was about to learn some like <laughs> I thought it was some new technologies. Shit. <laughs> Just drum robots. It's, like, like, it's fine. Like the little like the little vacuum that vacuums by itself, like the drum <laughs> robot. It's like wait a minute, yeah. switch this guy in and start making drummers. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so let's 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 bring it home. Um <laughs> this has been therapy with six bomb boards. Yeah, for sure, like, sure. The thing is, is that like sharing our experiences is what is what has helped us grow so much as individuals and as a group. You know, because like all of us have had like massive hard, like massive rough times um, in doing in doing this and being creative and in growing and trying to understand what our purpose actually is through all of this. You know, like, and we've all and we've all had that run of like, why am I here? Why am I doing this shit? You know what I mean? And like, and the thing is also, and I think a lot of us have learned this. I know I have over like the last three years is that like, the game will teach you that you're only supposed to be focused in one field. And let me tell every single one of y'all something that's listening. It's bullshit. <laughs> There is nothing wrong with multiple income streams. There is nothing wrong with working in multiple fields, okay? Because, like, you will grow so much by working in multiple fields. Because the thing about comics, in the comic book business, they'll tell you, you just need to focus on this in order for you to grow. Which is fucked up because that's the business that is the most exploitative, Mm -hmm. in all sincerity. So, like... So like you know, for, so for me, like the last like three years, I've been writing books for Capstone. Um, I feel like I I did some work with a company called Mediocre Creative here in Lexington. They do like you know uh, games in a box and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So I, I I wrote a story for, like for a game that they created, which is supposed to be coming out this fall. Like I've like done like all these different things. I've written children's books. I've written graphic novels for for like a book for other book companies outside of comics, novellas, prose, like all this other shit. And the thing about it is, like, those last three years, these last three years, I've written more in the last three years than I did the previous ten combined. Because those previous ten was like, hey, you got to focus and find your way in comics. If you want to work here at Marvel or DC or Boom or Image or IDW, you need to do all these things. And I did all those things. And the business in turn said, hey, man, fuck off. So it's like, well, wait a minute. If ten, like you know, if we rewind the clock and go back ten years, like, well, hey, I could have been doing all this other shit ten years ago and been fine. Because the last three years, guess what? I got, I got checks. Yeah, man. <laughs> you got paid. Yeah, you know, I got, I got, I, got, I'm, I can pay these bills. I can, I can pay these bills. Like, I can actually go get a sandwich and not worry about where money's coming the next day. Like, can I get this? Can I get the sandwich? 
Can I get this five dollar turkey sandwich? You can get bacon on my sandwich. <laughs> yeah, I can get crispy bacon at that. Yeah, none of that rubbery shit. No, that's some blood rubbery shit. Some bullshit. Dude, can you can get you a bougie sandwich, right? Yeah. You can you know, buy that Power Rangers figure, yeah. man. Exactly, yeah. and, and that's the, and that's that's the whole thing, and that's why I, all my, to all my creative peoples, please understand. Like, yes, we all have our goals. We all have the things we want, but at the same time, please understand. Understand there's other fields out here for you to be creative in, and if you can, flex your muscles in other creative fields because, like, the money is out there. The money is out there, you know. But like, when you pull all your resources into one specific area, that's when you get fucked. And that's a, that's a lesson that I really wish I knew over a decade ago. And like now, I try to share that with everybody. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? Like I try to share that with everybody. And to bring it back around to conventions and talking about revenue streams, just kind of throwing this out there. When you go up to an independent creator's booth at a convention, uh, you uh, when I say you, I mean if you're just going to a comic book convention to enjoy it, you're going to buy a couple of things. If you go to an independent creator, you go up, you like what they, they're, they're putting out, and you say, you know what, I'm going to drop $5 on this comic book. Or I'm going to buy, uh, drop $20 on this piece of art, or 50 or however much. That is going to make that artist or that writer's day. Like, you don't understand when somebody comes up and actually enjoys your stuff and is willing to pay how much effort they put into it, that you, you, can't, you can't quantify that just in the dollar transaction. Like, it, you will not only make that artist's day, but they will remember that for a long time to come. I can still remember my first convention sale. It was a young man who wanted a commission of a My Little Pony, uh, and it was his <laughs> My Little Pony, and it had his, um, what's it called, cutie mark? Yep. Am I got that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still remember exactly yeah. what that pony looked like. <laughs> I still remember what that cutie mark looked like, and I still remember how I drew it and what, what art supplies I used, what piece of paper I used, what ink I used. I remember all that, and it made my entire weekend. I don't even think I sold another thing that weekend, just that one commission. So just to kind of bring it back around, independent creators love it when you come up to them and you appreciate their work. Yeah. So just yeah. just want to make sure that, you know, there's a lot of therapy going on on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. That you all understand yeah. that, you know, when we make something and you all enjoy it, that's what we're going for and that's why we do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's all love. It is all love. And it's all love. Right. And uh, also, people should realize that uh, comics, uh, comic books, graphic novels, whatever you want to call the, the, that sort of visual medium, um, it is the conventions are the only place that you can meet the people who actually make those things. Nice. You cannot go up to Rihanna and get an autograph uh, as she's sitting behind a table somewhere. Yeah. Like, yeah. but. If you can, you've paid good fucking money sure, to do right, that. Sure, right, right. Uh, but. Someone who made that graphic novel that you like so much, that person sits right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's the only place you can get that. I, I am, I am definitely, I am definitely of the belief of, you know, show, show. Like we we joke we joke on the half face people. We not go. I'm not gonna bring that back up. But <laughs> too late. But show 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 everybody love at the conventions because yeah. at the end of the day, all these artists are like creating things for you and there's no the there, sans the half faces there's no price that's like too much 
You know what I'm saying? Like, if you if you see the artist work and and, and that's what you love, you know, support that artist. Uh, show love. And, and even if you can't afford it, say, hey, I hope someone buys this. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right lead, yeah, lead, lead, people, lead people in that direction. Say, I can't, can't afford it, but I hope you move it. Exactly. Like, go. if you can't get the commission, send somebody that way if you know, you know, maybe they can. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Show, show love to people because they make it all, we making all this shit for everybody yeah. else. Right? Yeah. And that's, that, that's what we're doing. He'll be mad if I don't tell a story about him, so let's tell one about Flanagan. Uh, you, uh, what was it? Twenty had to be twenty sixteen when he was like, "Yeah, I really want someone to do this Power Rangers sketch cover." I was like, "I got the guy." Oh, I was like, "I got the dude for you." We came upstairs and I was like, "No, this is the dude you want to do your Power Rangers cover." He's like, "Okay." He's like, y- "You seem sure." I was like, "No, if you want someone to do a Power Rangers cover, this is the dude you want to do it." And he came up the next day. I. Now you say you always get the money up front. You did not get the money up front from him. No, but he knew me, so yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you knew yeah, it was good for it, and yeah, you had yeah. his comic. So yeah, when you, I can go to somebody and say, "Hey, tell that dude to pay me." Yeah. That's, that's a different kind. Of yeah, thing. that's right. a different kind yeah, of scenario. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 for sure. Well, I mean, um, if you get the homie stamp, it's different. <laughs> it is. Yeah, that's right. Right. Yeah. right, right. You, you get you get away with, with a lot with the homie stamp. That's fair. Um, but no, like, and you know, he got it the entire time from that. Pavilion all the way out to his car when he was leaving. This is so cool. This is so cool. He fucking nailed it. This is so cool. This is so cool. This is so awesome. That's all we ask him for. Yeah. Yeah. Really, like, we make it it the shit for everybody to look at and be like, yeah, this is cool. I made it because I thought it was cool. You guys made the shit because you think it's cool. And you want other people to think it's cool, too. Even if all you can do when you stop at the table is just say, hey... I love what you're doing. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. great. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll, we'll exactly. take that. Yeah. Right. It's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful feeling. You know. Yeah. So, it's just show love. Again, anybody got any final comments? I'm about to take it home. Uh, uh, I would like to comment on uh, Flanagan's uh, beer position uh, from episode 100. Uh, I also agree that you should leave a beer with your homies when you leave. That's fair. Oh. That's fair. The beer tax. I'm with that. Yeah. 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 The beer yeah. tax. The beer that's tax. That's it. That's no, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, just, I just <laughs> the, the, the gratuity beer? The gratuity beer. The gratuity beer. Yeah, I got nothing to plug. That's fair. Um, I, I, again, no, you do have something to plug because now I'm going to go around the horn and everyone's going to do their socials. Oh, goddammit. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, but before we do that, I just want to let everybody know. <laughs> it was $8. Look, I'm not judging because I thought I was going to judge you. No, no. I, I, le- I left the judgment for Steve Harvey. I left the judgment for, for you know, for uh, Ocarina, dude. For, for Ocarina, dude. You left uh, it with a lot of people. Jack, yeah. Har- Jack Harlow. It's, it's, it's too many to name off right too now. Too many to name off right sorry. now. But I just want everybody to know. So I, got my, I, got my, I got a digital copy for like $3.99. Uh-huh. Um, Chris has a copy of Shaq Fu, A Legend Reborn on PS4. Hell yeah. And I want to tell you something. I fucks with Shaq Fu. Yeah. You know, I like the, the, the Genesis version, the Sega Genesis version, the Super Nintendo version, and the PS4 Shaq Fu Legend Reborn. Like, I, I, I fucks with this. I'm proud of you for having this on your shelf because see, the thing is, that it takes courage. <laughs> <laughs> that takes courage. Because, like, pause, pause. Uh, listener, Sean Pryor has held this copy of Shaq Fu the entire episode. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> it might as well have been a fidget spinner. Well, yeah. Everything he said, he admiring it, caressing it. Right, he's gestured with Shaq Fu in his hand. He, so he, he, has, he has flipped it over about 80 times, yeah. expecting that there's going to be a different cover when like, he goes like, back. When you're, when you're listening to Sean, just remember that he has given Steve Harvey the smoke while holding <laughs> Shaq Fu yes. on PS4 in his hand. Yes. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I got I got Shaq Fu. There's a whole story about that. I'll go into. This Jack Harlow holding Shaq Fu. <laughs> 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 All right, that's the quote for the episode. It's All right, uh, we're, we're gonna go. We're gonna go around. We're gonna end with you because I know you love this part so much. <laughs> go ahead, man. Okay, uh, I'm Alex Reese. You can find me on Twitter at Robin and Cat, and at, on Instagram at Hey Pizza King. Because I didn't know what Robin Cat was when I had an Instagram, uh, but you can also find the comic uh, that I do. Uh, it's come back now. It's weekly again. Good. I was on a summer break, and now we're back yeah, at yeah. RobinandCat.com. So if you want any uh, romance web comics to read every week, you can go there. With dope ass artwork. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. I am on Instagram at Will H N S L Y, and nowhere else because I'm grumpy and I hate social media. It's a good stance. Uh, again, I'm Ken Kirk uh, on social media. Uh, Instagram, I'm Osiris.Smiles. On Twitter, I'm Osiris underscore Smiles. Uh, I don't suggest you follow me because I really just shit post and don't, I haven't posted a piece of artwork in probably about a year. You retweet a lot. I do, and it's all bullshit. Oh, I know. Yeah, not really artwork either, hey. except for a couple of people. <laughs> but, uh, I am Bryce O'Quay I'm on Instagram As uh, at BMAD100 uh, Let me spell that real quick B-M-A-D-1-0-0-S And on Twitter It's Mr. Mad Hundreds A.K.A. Black Fruit Punch <laughs> And um, I have Kaiju Effect right now and uh, I'm, I'm going to be pushing that super heavy. So please, if you want to cop that on uh, on the interwebs, do that. Mm-hmm. And we got to get you the head wrap soon, though. Do what? we got to get you the Kaiju Effect head wrap. I know. Oh, I know. Yeah. Ever since Justin did the joint, I need it. But yeah, yeah. So so Kaiju Effect. And you can find uh, out on any Gumroad f- and itch.io. Yep. Gumroad and itch.io. And I don't know what those URLs are. But you can find them on social media. You search some of those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And anything Warden's Watch related moving forward, yeah, stay stay posted on all those things. And if you're local and you know what the Loudon House is, Mr. O'Quay's got a residency there too. Mm -hmm. So if you just happen to stop by, go visit him. Look at this dope-ass wall he's drawn. Uh, Try to make things. uh Try to make things. Uh Hell yeah. All um, if you want to follow me on Twitter, um, you can go to uh, at Sean R. Pryor, S-H-A-W-N, let the letter R, P-R-Y-O-R. On Instagram, um, it's the Sean P. Show. Um, I also have a website. Uh, you can go to SeanPryor.com. That'll take you to my website. And you can like check out the books that I've written and stuff like that. And all the other cool things I've done. Um, also, I have another website on the side. Uh, where I've done like some like mini comics and like some like fan comics just for the hell of it. Uh, Gumroad.com slash Crown Taker Studios. And there you can get a uh, funny Flintstones comic uh, that myself and Bryce O'Quay did 
with uh, coloring by Melissa Caprillion and uh, letter and letters by Justin Birch. Um, and then you can also get a Power Rangers comic that I did with artist George Camberdays, including assists by Justin Stewart, Julian Lytle, and a slew of other folks. You can get that on the Gumroad site too. Um, and uh, you know, and I'll see y'all at LCTC. Uh, before Justin goes, I also forgot about all the zines that everybody in this room has been a part of, basically. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hell yeah. uh, uh, Pizza King Publishing at Gumroad. You can get, pick up Last Saturday Kids, which is a Saturday morning cartoon zine. Uh, and uh, Game Kid, which is a handheld video game zine. I was very happy to get contributions from pretty much everybody in here. Except Chris. Chris, you'll have to do something next I time. I know, I know. <laughs> Justin's been trying to get me to write something for him forever. Yo, man, you can write about Shaq Fu. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pizza, right. King, Pizza King Publisher will be the next rele- big, relevant indie publisher. I, I'm going to yes. call it now. Okay. I'm going to call it now. Yeah, that Pizza King Publisher. I know you love this. <sighs> <laughs> I mean, I, I pay for this shit, so I guess I should say it. Uh, Justin3000.com. Uh, and that's where you'll find everything associated with me. And before we leave, I want to say the reason you should get creative friends is that when you make shit with them, it reminds you of how fun it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Um, 100%. Yeah. Spoken by the goat. Uh, yeah. Specifically, things like this, and like this episode's been a blast. Every episode I do a Friends with Benefits, you'll hear uh, other, you'll hear Chris and I talk about it all the time about how much we love it. Um, you guys have all been massive supporters of the show. Uh, I came to, I believe, three of you when I was debating sp- when we were initially talking about splitting off and starting to do this other thing on our own. So, legitimately, I think with some of the advice here from the people here, I'm not sure Friends with Benefits would be a thing. As always, my friends, uh, thank you guys. I love you all. Um, and so, you know, you know what we can do. You know what to do. Hashtag FWB, FWB podcast on social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, I guess. Um, you know, anything you want to talk about us on, show, share us with someone you love, share us with someone you hate, share us with someone who draws half faces. Draw the whole face. You don't have to, Bryce. The computer does it for you. But (laughs) before we get going again, artist now. (laughs) Before we get going again, um, stay safe, stay happy, and as always, guys, thank you for being our friends with benefit. Yesterday's price is not today's price.